The great thing about facts, they're proven. Like the fact that crude oil contains impurities, or that base oil made from natural gas is 99.5% free of impurities. And the fact that Pennzoil is the first synthetic motor oil made from natural gas, not crude oil. It gives you unbeatable engine protection. The proof is in the Pennzoil. Based on sequence 4A wear test using SAE 5W30. Get a $22 shell gift card with a Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic Purchase. Ends 31421. Terms apply. Details at Pennzoil.com slash oil change offer. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Release yourself from order and logic and enter a new place. It's not work, it's not home. Yeah, no maps have been drawn, no books have been written, nothing is certain. Everything is possible. Welcome to Podcast and Chill with Maggie. I'm assuming this doesn't end well. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another special edition of Podcasting Chill. What's happening, PRO? Hey, I am blessed, Maggie. How are you keeping? I'm good, man. You got like three names. Why you got three names? What are the three names? It's uh, like on, my, on my ID. Yeah, let me check. It's uh, Tapelo, Sydney. Yeah. Tapelo, Sydney. Yes. Because, uh, you know, the one was given by my parents. The other, um, I sort of uh, inherited. And then the other from extended relatives. So which one was your parents? Tebocha uh, was my parents. But I inherited Sydney because uh, my dad's best friend was, uh, his name was Sydney. And mm. he passed on shortly before I was born. Oh. Yeah. And then the other one? The other one, I, I believe, was my grandmother and so on. Oh, shit. Yeah. My son's got three names and none of them are for me. Oh, <laughs> who named your son? <laughs> my mom and my baby mama. <laughs> you didn't add a name? Nothing. I wanted Mac G Jr. Oh, <laughs> I see why it was turned down. And they were like, fuck out of here with that there shit. There can only be one Mac G. <laughs> Do you still remember the first time we met, bro? Um, I remember, look, I obviously was a fan of yours because uh, I grew up consuming a lot of television. So I knew... And I was well aware of who you are. Yeah. And if memory serves me correctly, it was at YFM that we met. But I could I could be mistaken. Nah, you're wrong. And I always tell you, every time we, we see each other, I tell you about the no story. Yeah, I kid you not. It was at Red Pepper. Yeah. I was, uh, I think I was doing shiznies or something. Yeah. And you were a guest. And then I... No, I, but, no, but I thought you meant meeting like oh, oh we got to interact and to work okay, yeah, 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 right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I hear what you're saying though but i remember and i was like yo bro dog yeah. no homo like i love your shit and i remember yeah. at the song at the time the song that was big was letter to my ex letter to my hey ex. i'll never forget that line when you said something about a coke bottle yeah, yeah, yeah. what was the line something like she shaped like a coca-cola but how does it go yeah uh, yeah, some into that effect. Hey, shit. Yeah. Dude, that song changed my life, dog. All right. Yeah, bro. Why? Did you have exes that were shaped like Coca-Cola bottles? No, every time I saw a girl, I'm like, you're shaped like a Coca-Cola bottle. <laughs> <laughs> sure, man. But anyway, listen, I want to I wanna call someone before we start the interview. Because right. uh, this guy not only started your career, he started mine as well. Oh. Yeah, I want to call this guy. I think I know who it is. Yeah, man. And people don't know how much he's done for the game, this mm, guy, bro. Mm, mm, mm. And you got a lot of people that you've met on the way, ne? 
Absolutely. Okay, grab the headphones. Let's see if you'll pick up. Let me call him. There we go. There we go. Yo, Adildo. Yeah. What's happening, bro? Hey, man. It's what's not happening. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Listen, I got someone who wants to talk to you. Hold on the line, eh? Come again? I got someone who wants to talk to you. Hold on the line. Okay, cool. There you go. Chat to you, It's the, earpiece, the mouthpiece here as well. Hey, D. Hey, Sydney. Hey, hey. <laughs> AD, I want to quickly tell you something, especially while it's on a platform where it's recorded. Do you know that there's something I only found out recently that I didn't know? This whole time, including in my memoir, I credit you as the guy who was the first to ever play my song on radio. Come again, come again, I didn't get that. There's something you just recently found out. Wait a minute, I'm getting to that. So, so this whole time, I've been crediting you as the first guy to ever play my song on radio. Ne? Yeah. yeah. What I didn't know, and I only found out when I delivered a copy to DJ Fresh, is mm. that the reason I even got that job was because you motivated for it. I didn't know this. Well, now, you don't remember the story. In my mind, I took my demo to Tato and I was there every other morning harassing these guys to get this gig. And little did I realize, unless, of course, it left my memory, but the big dog said to me, no, Adil was motivating and said, give this kid a chance. I didn't know Can this. Can I tell you how it happened? Please do. <laughs> Let me tell you how it happened. You were about to go back to Kimberley. You were like, I'm tired of this place. Yes. Nothing is working out. Mm. And, and, and obviously, I wanted you to, you know, to, I, was, I guess you could call me, I was inserting myself as a manager, yeah, yeah, yeah proverb. Sure. And uh, I, I obviously had my limitations. I couldn't, you know, take it further. And uh, the idea of you going back to Kimberley just gave me the vibe story, you know. You go there, you're not going to come back. You're going to miss out on this. And we're sitting at at Debonair's mm. Cocolette Drive. Do you remember that Debonair's that was Cocolette Drive? I do remember that one, yes. Right. We're having Peter. He had just told me that uh, uh, Ona is pregnant. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Vaguely. You had just told me Jorge, your girlfriend is pregnant. Mm. And, and because of, I think, all the entire situation and the weight of all of it, and you wanted to, I guess, work or whatever. And I said to you, listen, just give me your stuff and uh, let me see what I can do. I mean, I didn't know what I was going to do, to be honest with you. And then it just turned out, Cleo had just been fired. Yeah, that, so, that part of the story I know. Yeah. And then what I did, then I went to Fresh and I said to Fresh, uh, listen, dude, okay, listen to this. Mm. And, uh, it, you know, I think he's an awesome dude. Just listen to this stuff. And, it, and if you can do anything with it, then, you know, please, by all means. And uh, that's what happened. But AD, I may potentially have to rewrite my entire <laughs> memoir because my nah, recollection, nah, 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 nah. my worry, recollection nah, of how all that played out is is so different. But now that I know nah, this, brother, I am no, further. No, don't worry about it. No, eh. it's, we know the truth. It's okay. You know, sometimes you have to add a little this and that to make things work out. You know, the best way that they can. It, it doesn't bother me.
brother. But listen, I am enriched by having uh, having known you, continuing to know you. You've played a, a role in not only my life, but in my career at various steps of the way. And I owe you a copy of the signed memoir, which I will bring this afternoon. Okay, awesome stuff. Done deal. <laughs> nice one, AD. Yeah. Thank you, Dildo. <laughs> he hates when I call him a Dildo. Sure. Yeah, you know how many people he's put on, bro? Like even DJ Kent he put on. Listen, I can actually believe it, man. You know, guys like a AD, guys like a DJ Fresh, guys like a DJ Mbuso, there are many, man, who are so, so selfless and they honestly understand uh, you know, what what value and how they can impact, you know, our, our lives in so many ways, man. And so part of the reason I wanted to write this memoir, MacG, and I don't want to make this about it only, is because I, I never quite got the opportunity to go back to, you know, to everybody and to say, you know, I, I acknowledge that one convo we had. I acknowledge that one time you positioned me or you introduced me to, or you set me up with this. I acknowledge all of that and I wanted to put it in one document. Even though, as you can hear, it seems like it needs a lot, lot of editing. Yeah. <laughs> and then do you try yeah. apply that same trade that you learned from these guys? Like in Absolutely, man. That's why I'm drawn to what I do. I mean, I host a TV show that seeks to just put everybody on. I host radio mm. shows that just seek to put everybody on. So uh, my, my entire career right now is, is built on trying to empower as many as I can. Dude, and, and so crazy that everybody wants to be the star. Everybody sure. wants to be in front of the camera, but there's so much joy and, yeah. and, and happiness you can get just from putting someone on. Absolutely. And who's to say you can't do all that simultaneously. You can be as much a star as you want. It doesn't mean you have to stop putting everybody else on if you can. All right, cool. So let's start with your career, right? Let's do it. <laughs> uh, you go to the talent show. You meet uh, Nimrod Nkosi, ne? Yeah. First time as you land in Jobe. Yeah? yeah? What do you do at the talent show? Are you rapping? I was very much rapping. Listen, I just wanted to be a rapper and I was a battle MC, Mac G. Mm. I wanted to battle any and everybody, man. If you had baggy pants and any kind of boots <laughs> or cap or anything, you're getting battled, homie. Yeah. So uh, I was very much a battle MC. And are you learned... drawing inspiration from which, which rappers at the time? Cannabis was my Cannabis. Favorite, man. Cannabis was a vicious, bloodthirsty MC. So I sort of grew up with that and that's all I knew. I knew you had to be an MC and you had to just take everybody else out. Um, so I can see all the 2000s Googling who's cannabis. Who's cannabis, exactly. <laughs> so when I uh, landed at uh, Majuba, which is the res here at Vits Tech, uh, to uh, study IT, I learned about the first year's concert. Of course, I had to enter. Yeah. I had beats on cassette. Cassette. Um, and I won that thing. Yeah. And, and Nimrod Nkosi was the MC. Of course, I knew who he was. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he told me about Rap Activity Jam and the rest is history. So you rapping from a beat that you created. Yeah. And you put it on cassette. Yeah. You're fucking kidding me. True story, man. What uh, are you using? Because there's no Pro Tools at that time. No. They're, they're, well, maybe it could have been there, but uh, I wasn't exposed to it. Mm. Uh, we used something called Mod Plug. <laughs> what the fuck Mod is plug that? It's like a MIDI generating kind of software. So it's pretty much the same principle as they all are. You kind of pick an instrument. You literally punch it in one by one, almost like you would Fruity Loop and create your patterns that way. So uh, I started making beats on a, a thing called Mod Plug, my brother and I. And I used to perform with these beats every chance I got. Yeah. yeah. So was that the first time you performed on stage at the talent show? No, 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 no. I had done so in high school. So mm. in my hometown, Kimberley, I already had a little bit of a rep. Um, I had done all the talent shows. I remember one year being disqualified because I had about 18 entries. <laughs> and they were like, we can't have one guy. <laughs> So many entries. That's yeah. like that's like you're doing a, a solo concert. You know? 
and I would justify it. I'm like, no, this is a solo. This one is the two of us. This one is, a, you know, we're dancing. Yeah. This one has choreography. This one is, you know. Um, so I had performed in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, I'd done sort of battle shows and so on. So by the time I came to Vitsa Tech in 1999, mm. uh, I, I was familiar with the stage. So when Nimrod tells you you're going to be a star, does it then register that, fuck, maybe I can do this? No, his exact words were, you're not too bad. Mm. Have you heard of Rap Activity Jam? Ah, yes. That's the sequence yes, of events. Yes, yes. Uh, and of course, I hadn't heard of Rap Activity Jam. Didn't know where, what it was. I knew nothing about YFM. We don't get it back in the Northern Cape. Um, but I obviously did some investigating. Everyone around knew what it was. My best friend Adrian had a car at the time. Um, and I remember he, he said, look, I can take you there. But getting back would be your own missions, you know. So I got there. First time I got to Rap Activity Jam... There were all these kids' school blazers. And uh, I heard them ciphering outside, right? And true story, man, I chickened out. <laughs> the standard was far too high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gents were far too vicious. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't go the first time. Second time um, I went, Mischief was there. Shit. Mischief was almost like the resident MC. Mm. But it was hosted by RPP, Root Boy Paul, Mosquito mm. the Big O. Mm. No mistakes allowed. <laughs> I'll never forget. <laughs> Um, and I jumped in, man. I came with a freshly prepared rhyme, jumped in, didn't do too badly. Of course, every opportunity I got to come back, I did. Started sort of uh, building a little bit of a name around that. So when does the radio bug bite you then? No, that was much later in my life, man. So um, I studied sound engineering, right? After mm. failing IT two years consecutively. So I started failed, sound bro. engineering. <laughs> I didn't even make it to the exam. <laughs> this was in 99 and 2000, right? Yeah. Then... Um, the, the third year, 2001, my mom said, all right, seeing as you're always making beats on your computer, mm. why don't you study sound engineering? Mm. Man, I, I, I really took to that because um, I was also employed to lecture part-time students while I was studying in, uh, in the daytime. And then this is where the story coincides then with, uh, a deal. with a deal because I would make radio demos. And I would submit them constantly. And I was traveling back and forth to a YFM to try and submit my demo. At this mm. time, they were at Rosebank Mall already. Mm. So I and you, you're submitting to be a DJ or sound engineer? No, to just be a sound, sound engineer. engineer. That's all. I just wanted to do jingles. But fast forward, when I got that job, and I was then exposed to the whole sort of radio world. Okay. And, and you sing the likes of Tato. Of course, man. Watching the big dog, learning from the big dog. That's when it full on, mm. full on bit. And mm. I just wanted to be like this guy. Mm. Truth is, before that, my role model was Fat Joe. I Same. wanted to be like that guy. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Then yeah. I met the big dog, wanted to be like this guy. I had all these role models, man. Yeah. And uh, yeah, then the dream sort of came alive. What is it about uh, Fresh that... You know, it's like if you work with him, yeah. you become instantaneously a superstar. Because I could say the sure. same about you. How many yeah. people has he put on? He's put on a man, shitload, bro. everybody, man. Um, look, I obviously, I would. the reason I wouldn't want to mention is because I'd rather they tell their own story. Because mm, mm, from where we mm, sit, it could mm, look like mm, he put mm, them on. Mm, but, mm, you know, but he definitely put me on. Yeah. Big Dog is a slave driver. He is a machine with what he does. You know what I mean? If you are late, if you are missing a comedy clip, if you are late by, you know, refreshing and the promos aren't there on time, Big Dog will let you know. I still get goosebumps when I think about it, man, because he had this big voice, this towering stature, and he would definitely reprimand you on the spot, you know. But having said that, 
he would also see where opportunity was. So I was obviously an MC. They knew that. So whenever we had guests, you know, and there was an opportunity to have fun or to freestyle, obviously he will put the boy on. Um, I remember when Squatter Camp came and put double HP and it was uh, June 16, we were celebrating. They obviously brought the resident MC to come shut this down. <laughs> and even one occasion when we had the legendary Imam Brenda Fassi mm. uh, come for the chair. You remember mm. the yeah, that, chair. that chair? With uh, the Tupac bed music. Exactly, oh. brother. Yeah, man. So I jumped on a freestyle with her, man. And I believe that was... One of uh, one of the last that she made an appearance. I remember you once told me he called you three in the morning because you had fucked up one of the jingles. Yes. <laughs> so Big Dog had uh, no qualms about calling you and letting you know, man. But you know what? In hindsight, I really appreciate that because I think I learned that work ethic mm. from watching a Big Dog. You could go do eight gigs. Yeah. Go straight to the radio show yeah. and still kill it and then still go do another function or two. Yeah. You know, so I think that crazy Till this day. work ethic, that business acumen, I definitely picked up from a big dog. And I must also tell you this, Mac G, if I may. Mm. Also, life lessons, man. Mm. You know, so Big Dog used to pay me himself. I wasn't employed by YFM. Shit. I was employed by Big Dog Productions. He used to give me a check. And uh how much was it? It was five grand oh, on wow. the dot. Fuck. And uh I remember he used to bank in Ravonia. Uh, because I would drive there to go and cash it so that I could have access immediately. But anyway, <laughs> I wanted to buy a car. I had a, I had a Toyota Taz. Yeah. And I wanted to buy a big car because I'm in a big time. So yeah. You, you made it. <laughs> and uh, Big Dog would sit me down and say, my man, do you even have a place to stay? Mm. And I'm like, no. Or do you even have this and that and the other? But point I'm making is, yeah. you know, Big Dog would school me, man, on life lessons. And I owe a lot of how I think to that guy. Fuck, that's amazing. When does key, uh, TV uh, start, start coming? So it was around about the same year. It was mm. also in 2003. Uh, we were at the Rancho. Jeez, remember the Rancho? The Rancho, man. Fuck, man. We were performing at the hip-hop stage and uh, I would kind of sort of introduce my own act and speak about it at the time. Then somebody backstage said, hey, listen, they are doing Channel O auditions. And I just, I noticed how you did that whole presentation plus your performance. Would you be keen to audition? And uh, before then, I had never really considered TV, to be very honest with you. But uh, I went and I auditioned. And then it just so happens that, say, uh, a week later, we had the Ikapa versus Josie. Because I remember getting the call back while I was there. Then uh, we ran into... And Tatesi Postole at the airport, I begged him to put me on a flight so I can make it on time for the callback. Mm. Um, and, you know, the rest is history. I got that gig alongside Bunantle Tema in that channel. Who, 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 uh, who did you audition with? Who else was auditioning? Who else? Uh, I wouldn't remember who else, but I, I remember who, who, who got it, who I got it with. Mm. Because uh, do you remember The Weakest Link? Yes, yes, the yes. The Weakest yes, Link yes. was hosted by a lady called Fiona Coyne, mm. who's now sadly late. Mm. But I just remember... We all went for presenter lessons mm. and we did a short course with Fiona Coin, myself, Lungi Leradu, Nontle Tema, and just that whole generation. Uh, run me through some of the TV gigs that you've done before Idols, because uh, there's so many. Yeah. No, it's not that many. It um, is, bro. No, it's not that many. I did South African Idols. Uh, then after that, I did Jamali Versus. You did Jamali? Which was, um, I was put on by, uh, by Adil. And then I was a finalist on Survivor. That was not necessarily a presenting gig, but it was 
It's a foot in the door. It did it did position me for the next game, mm. which was South African Idols. But mm. while I did South African Idols, I have done one or two other TV stints, including um, SABC3's The Mic. Um, but otherwise, uh, SA Idols is my most consistent and probably the one I'm known for most. Which one was the one with Daniel Ranaka, man? That's right. Yes. I did do see, all did so access. Many. No, you're right. You're right. You're absolutely <laughs> you right. Even forgot. I did do uh, all access as well on uh, on Mnet, then later Zanzi Magic. Yeah. Okay, cool. So how does Idols happen? Because to yeah. be honest with you, like when I saw you on Idols, I was like, what? Yeah. Like, yeah. prove it. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. what? Because yeah. it was, uh, when it started, you know, um, it started on like Mnet and it was yeah. like very white. Sure. You know? Right. Who was the guy before who did before, who was presenting before um, you? Before me, it was uh, Liesl van der Vesthazen. Before her, it was Colin Moss. Colin Moss. Yeah. 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 So, so to see you like sure. a brother is like, yo, mm. that's mm. dope. So look, I had just come off the island of Survivor. So I was kind of cool with that whole marketing team. So we caught wind and by we, I mean my manager and I, a guy called Joby at the time, he was my manager. Uh, we caught wind of the fact that they were now holding Idol's auditions. Ah. And Joby set me up for this and said, you should go and try out. I outright refused. I said, it's a mismatch mm. on my hip hop head. Yeah. It just will not work. It won't land. But this guy said, listen, go and try it, man. And I'm so glad he did because, well, here Fuck we are yeah. 11 seasons later, right? Yeah. yeah so when, when you go to the auditions, when does it start like, you know, to you like, okay, shit, man, maybe this can work. Let me tell you, oh man, that's such a perfect question, Maggie. You're good at this, man. <laughs> You're good at this. I try. Because there's, yeah. a, there's a thing I want to tell you, and I, and I wrote about it in the book. I, I just did my regular audition. I think I even fluffed my line. But the moment I believed I can get this gig was when the guy who's now my business partner, Gavin Ratton, the executive producer of South African Idol, says, relax, try again. Mm. And then I took a moment, but in that moment, it, it's only when I believed, man, I can get this gig. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think I've relaxed, channeled my inner Ryan Seacrest, <laughs> took my moment, <laughs> and I delivered that line, boy. Uh, and here we are. Yes. Here we are. Yeah. And that show, I'm sure, Best has changed, my yeah, changed your life, bro. Absolutely. 100%. No yeah. doubt. What is it about idols that, that, that does that? Because like any, anyone who's on it, it just sure. becomes a star. Look, I think it's a, it's a, mat, mat, it's a, it's a massive platform. I think um, people enjoy it because they, they love to see that, that life cycle, that arch of somebody going from ordinary one-in-the-mill next-door guy mm. going on to become a superstar. Mm. And we love that story, you know, because mm. we see ourselves in that. We see our aspirations in that. And I think it's, it's, a, it's a massive platform, man. I remember when I got the gig, uh, we did our first regional auditions in Cape Town. On the flight back, Gareth Cliff drops what would be the, the, the best piece of advice that still serves me today. Wow. And his words were, just remember it's not about you. Mm. At the time that he said that, Mac G, mm. I mm. took offense. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I'm pro. What kind of advice is that? <laughs> of course it's about me, man. What do you mean? I just, you know what I mean? I'm in the big time. Yeah. But uh, over the years, I have since learned that, you know, the, the more you make it about the talent, mm. about the production, mm -hmm. about the show, about yeah. the viewer, yeah. about everybody else, yeah. the more the show continues to, to thrive and the more you will thrive. Yeah. You know, so that advice has honestly served me well. For me, I can't stand that show, bro. Yeah. I think like once you've seen one, you've seen them all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how many, can, how many people can you see sing, bro? Well, 
every season, the fact that every region we get on average of 5,000 people Fuck coming me. to try out says, one, uh, how much talent we actually still have in this country, how much we haven't uncovered. Bear in mind, we now go to four regions. That means we're barely scraping the surface of the corners of this entire country, right? Three, uh, remember that the people who qualify to enter now at 16, the fact that it's our 16th season, Shit. were only born when we started this. Wow. So it's a formula that can keep going. And then number four, uh, the fact that now at um, our top eight level, mm. we get on average 14 million votes, says to you, MacG, that one guy who doesn't like it is inconsequential to me. Shit. People love this thing. Yeah, yeah, And it'll yeah. keep going. Yeah. So I'm okay with you not liking it. Fuck, that's crazy, I like though. your show. <laughs> <laughs> My woman loves it, though. She's been watching it like, I'm like what the fuck are you watching? Sure. <laughs> yeah, she yeah, loves yeah, yeah. it. Yeah. But what, 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 um, were you part of the decision to make it more black, you know? Look, I don't think that was necessarily a manufactured thing. Mm. I think that was a natural evolution. You know, yeah, um, okay. We are we are the majority. Yeah, you know yeah, we yeah. are beginning to sort of rise up to um, to to the plate. Yeah. So I think it's a natural evolution. It was not manufactured in any way. Yeah. I remember when you told me that you're now part of like the producers or like the on the show production yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. We're still at nine four seven. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, dude, that's a big move, bro. Sure. Like, cause I don't think we've ever heard that from a black person. No, I'm sure we have, man. I, I'm I'm certainly not the first. But for real. But um, I, I did take the opportunity to get into the ownership of the production company. Uh, you know why, MacG, man? I know that the, the life of the entertainer or the guy in front, if you insist, is short-lived. Yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%. It's short-lived. Yeah, so yeah, the yeah. question is, yeah. how do you give your career legs? How do mm -hmm. you enjoy longevity? longevity. You know, mm, how do you mm, empower mm. yourself so that you can continue to stand even beyond? Yeah, you know I mean? yeah. There's going to be somebody younger, better than you, Mac. Who's going to take this over? Hey, already are. You understand what I'm saying to you? So uh, we have to empower ourselves, yeah, you understand? Yeah, so yeah. that was kind of the thinking behind that. And it has been the thinking for a lot of my moves. Yeah. Uh, I still continue to empower myself. I now study. Can you believe it? At my age. Yeah. Um, I'm yeah, you went studying. back to studying. Yeah. I am study, man. Trying to just empower myself and constantly evolve. So that should this end, uh, and when it ends, one, it should be on my terms because I'm ready for it too. Mm. And two, I should have a move going mm -hmm. forward. Mm -hmm. How does that opportunity arise? Like, is it something that, um, you know, it just came out of nowhere or like you were actively you working on it? create that opportunity. What is your title? What do you, what do you actually do on Idol? I'm co-executive producer and also co-owner of the production company, Sick Entertainment. You're fucking kidding me. Yes, sir. I'm just seeing money, bro. I mean, it depends how you measure it, man. I believe there's a fine line between uh, fulfillment and success. You know, however you define success. So you some easy boss, essentially. On that particular platform. Yes. Woo, <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>, sham. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's crazy, sure. bro. Dude, I don't think you understand how big that is. I mean, I, I, I do, MacG, but as I say, it depends what it is you're doing it for. Mm. If, if your motive is to try and be high and mighty and above everybody, then sure, that's, yeah. let that be you. Yeah. But if it's because you're trying to position yourself accordingly, yeah. you know, then let that be you too. Uh, well, who has been your favorite idol? Idol? Mm. Let me tell you, uh, may I name a few? Yeah. For me, I'm a massive fan of whoever capitalizes most 
on the platform. Mm -hmm. Look, Idols is a platform, is an opportunity. We give you a million bucks, a recording deal, a management contract, but the onus is still on you mm -hmm. to run with it. So I constantly bow to those who have run with it mm -hmm. since. Mm -hmm. You know, the likes of Shikana, the likes of Amanda Black, the likes of Kayam Tetwa. Sure. Man, I can, I can name yeah, many. Um, but I must also tell you this. It's also how we change lives that I get my fulfillment from. Mm. You know, when I read last year that Younger bought her mom a house. Ah, oh. oh, man. Mekchi, that's, that's why we wake up in the morning. Mm. To, to empower people like that. Because that may never have happened oh. had this platform not been in her life, you know. Sure, she sort of took it upon herself uh, to come and try out. Mm. But the fact that from that opportunity came something that changed an entire family's life, mm -hmm. you know, that for me is, is so, it's so worthwhile, you know. Is the wooden mic uh, staged? Look, the, you know, the, the many contestants who obviously see how it plays out. Yeah. Know what, what happens. Yeah. So they would either, you know, come and prepare oh, okay. a little skit or try and be funny. Yeah, yeah. So yes, mm. a lot of it the contestants themselves mm. try and, you know, and be funny and so on. And we don't, we don't discourage that. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. If that's it's what, entertainment. Like, if that's what you want to do, do yeah, that. Yeah. But a lot of it, yeah. and a lot of the guys who go on to win the wooden <laughs> mic, uh, are definitely not stage. You can't script this stuff, man. Yeah. Nah. What happened at, at 947? Because when I sure. got the, you were working there. Yeah. I think I did the show after yeah. you. What happened there? Why? Um, I was doing a show, I think. Um, then I wasn't, um, you know, growing at the rate that I wish I would. Mm. You know, uh, there were too many changes happening rapidly. And so I took my out. Yeah. yeah. I remember the, the meeting where, I don't know if they let you go or you resigned or whatever. I took my, I took, uh, look, I remember I went from doing seven shows to doing two shows mm. to doing one show because mm. they were trying to experiment the other slots with everybody else. Mm. And um, at the time, I just felt like, uh, you know, I perhaps am better off, you know, trading my, my, my trade elsewhere. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember you left amicably. Like I did. No... Look, I always try and make it uh, amicable. I have lots of respect for the institution still. Yeah. When I see Ravi, and I have a few times, you know, we still very much are polite to each other. Yeah. And we have good relationships. I remember you once told me we were doing a show because um, uh, I was working after you. So I was there early. Yeah. And you just got a bank notification. You got mm. some money in. And you're like, shit, I don't know where this is from. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, hey, fuck. Hey, you're living soft, eh? You mm. don't even know who paid you. Brother, Warren Buffett says the average millionaire has seven sources of income. Mm. And you better have multiple streams of income at any given time. If anything, this lockdown taught us, Mac G, mm. is what happened if the traditional means of earning income halt? Mm. What must happen? Does this mean I must not eat? Mm. My kids must not go to school? Mm. No. So I'm a firm believer in always having multiple streams of income. And it still happens today where you get money and you're like, shit, where was this from? Well, I'm a lot better with my accounting system. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm constantly aware. But yeah. do I always uh, make sure that at any given time there's multiple streams while I'm sitting here? Yeah. Is there something churning money? It should always be the case. All right. And then Kaya comes knocking at your door. No, I went knocking at Kaya's door. You're kidding. Listen, That's nothing, proverb. Nothing has ever come knocking at my door. That doesn't happen. Dude, you're an idol. And so... If you sit there and be complacent and think people's uh, opportunities are going to come to you, yeah. you're going to be waiting your whole life, my friend. 
Shit. It doesn't happen. So uh, I, I, I went to try and create an opportunity, knocked on that door for a good two years mm. until there was an opportunity. And you're talking to Greg at this time? I'm talking to Greg. I'm talking to Clem Awiso who was working there at the time. Just whoever I knew, man. You know, that's why I'm a big believer in networking, creating relationships. Yeah. And when I see you post about radio, I can see the smile in your face. Like you really enjoy this, man. Yeah. Would you say that's your favorite out of all the things you do? Or... Mac G, man, I get emotional when I talk about um, what I do for a living and the fulfillment I get from it. Only because when I was a youngster in high school, somebody like me, whatever that means, was, was never meant to make it, man. Mm. You know, I used to play around, Mac G. I just wanted to be a rapper. The only thing I was good at my whole life was tennis. That's weird, right? You look like a nerd, though. Oh, no, I was not a nerd, man. <laughs> I was not a nerd at all. So you were getting chicks. So, so when I when I like play back my life in my mind, and I think so, I had a fifteen year music career, five albums, a DVD, a mixtape. Fuck. I have a seventeen year TV career that dates back to two thousand and three. Same year, I got into uh, radio, and I've worked at a few radio stations, including national ones, um, and uh, you know, I published a memoir. You know, um, and I sit and I think about it and I'm like, man, I never saw it coming. Mm. You know, I still don't. So I really relish uh, waking up every single day knowing that I can go and do what I love mm. and, and do well at it and make a living from it. How close were you with uh, WHP? <sighs> oh, man, I was very close with uh, WHP. I think... Um, we, we drifted apart in the, in the latter couple of years and uh, that, I think, you know, used to keep me awake a lot at night. I couldn't even, I couldn't even sort of make it to his funeral because mm. I was too personally affected by it. Mm. Also because my mom had just passed away. Ish. So uh, while I was sort of mourning that, then a very good friend of mine um, had to pass on as well. So I don't know, I was just really broken during that time and I, st I still am when I think about it you know yeah. um, and may he rest in peace yeah when 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 you know something like WHP WH happens yeah. um, and then I read like headlines sure. you know saying proverb was to commit suicide yeah, whatever, whatever. Yeah. in my head I'm like yeah. fuck what yeah. he's an idol sure he's got all the money in the world all right. the fame yeah. like he's doing all these like there's no way sure. this guy would want to do that there you go man but it's just to prove that no amount of money, no amount of work, no amount of gigs can shield you from uh, difficulties, you know. So I'm, I'm a human being, Mac G, you know. Um, I have encountered my own challenges. And at the time, how I chose to, uh, to deal with it, I obviously regret now, you know. Mm. Um, but I don't regret the lessons I learned from it. Mm. And I don't regret who I've become as a result of it. Mm. And because of that, I don't regret what yeah. happened either, yeah. you know. Um, yeah. I'm actually happy you did, man, because I may not be who I am if it hadn't. Mm. And you want to know what's ironic, man? Yeah. Is I had a song about suicide. Shit. Before yes. you... Before. I had a song called Stop Think. Yeah. So, you know, um, no journalist has picked up the irony yet. <laughs> I keep hoping they would. <laughs> you know what I mean? I keep hoping they pick up that irony. Yeah. But no, nobody has. And not to make light of it, it's a serious yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And I, I obviously don't encourage anybody to, you know. But well, what, me, what stopped you? No, I tried. From going ahead. Yeah. No, I did. I tried. Yeah. I just didn't die. Shit. 
I full on tried, man. Uh, and you need to read the book. Um, but as I say, you know, uh, I don't know if you're religious at all, Mac G, but God works in mysterious ways, man, because I have never had as clear a perspective as since the day after I tried. Mm. You know what I mean? But like here's like I've known you for a very long time. Sure. You've, you've got a clean image, dog. Right. Like you know, no scandals, nothing. Nah, I've got my face. <laughs> You're close to be a saint, as no. far as, <laughs> as I'm concerned. Um, so when that comes out, are you like embarrassed or like shit? No, this can't come out. You know, I told everybody. Mm. So uh, I took charge of that narrative. Mm. Um, but also to dispel that, mm. you know that. Um, that we are immune yeah. and we are this uh, sort of gods. clean, mm. godlike mm. demigods. Yeah, demigods. And the truth is, nobody is. Mm. You know, uh, I'm I'm a human. Mm. I am flawed. Mm. I have my mistakes. Mm. I have my, you know, my my flaws, man. So this for me was an opportunity to say, uh, we all are flawed. Mm. You know, um, and if I can speak about mine, perhaps this may help somebody face theirs. And since you've done that, like, yeah. what's the reception been like? Like, did people approach and be like, yo? Man, it's, it's honestly overwhelming. Nah. The, the response is, is overwhelming. I mean, I used to engage with people on a one-to-one personal level. Either they send me messages, emails, saying, listen, I went through something similar. You know, what sort of thoughts do you have on it? And I don't claim to have all the answers. Mm. So all I can do is tell my story and hope from it you can take some light, you know. So the response honestly has been incredible. It's so weird when people, when, like obviously I'm not playing it down. Sure. But I come from a background where like if you're going through yeah. tough shit, just deal with it. You're a yeah. man, you know what I mean? Yeah. So when I hear stories. No, but. Is that a, if, you, if you're going through tough things in front of the world, mm, that's, that's, that's different. I think, that's, I think, is a different. Yeah. I think that's a different thing altogether, man. So yeah. it's, you know, it's easy, obviously, now to sit and say, yeah, why don't you just get over it or whatever? But mine was sort of playing out in front of my family, in mm. front of the world, in front of the globe. Every two seconds, I was, um, you know, in the tabloids. And here's the kicker, Mac G. On Sundays, I should still get up and go smile Fuck. with everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? And give yeah. our vote numbers and whatnot. So for me, I think it was amplified by the fact that it happened on the world stage. And you don't, you you know? don't drink, so you can't take it out on the bottle? Man. And also, who said I don't? Oh, you uh, do? I'm going to send you a bottle of Grand Jew, bro. You got to send me something, <laughs> Mac G. Um, but you know what? <laughs> like I say, brother... Um, I, I, am, I am victorious, mm. you know, um, and all those life experiences have made for a, a, a full, fruitful life. Yeah. And I can tell my story with pride, with my head high and say, I'm glad all that happened, man, because I'm resilient. Now I feel like there's nothing I can't take on. Mm. You know, I didn't even know what happened. It's in the book? Yeah. The book no, of like, proverb out now. I'm saying before. Um, yeah. Fuck. I should have. I should have read the book before this interview. How you about that? <laughs> but um, I didn't even know that was happening because sure. I don't follow tabloids and right, what's happening. Right. Like you know, I'm, I'm like tunnel vision. You know. Yeah. I just do my shit. That's it. And I don't really care what's going on. Mm. So when I found out and I got yeah. like the pieces, I'm like, oh shit, that happened. I'm like, yeah. oh damn, yeah, yeah. damn. But what's your take like on 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 cheating in general? Not not like not your situation, but in I, general. I, no, I'm not judgmental of anybody you know until you in their shoes can walk a mile in their shoe you know then you can comment but 
I, I, I pass no judgment. I think we're all responsible for ourselves. Yeah. Uh, and I can only account for me. Yeah. You should account for you. Yeah. But I have no judgment on anybody else, man. And, That's and God's it, job. Have you, have you cheated on someone? As I say, I'm imperfect, Mac G. Mm. I've got my flaws. Shit. And, uh, you know, my flaws are mine to, to carry. Just like anybody else's there's to carry. Because I was a serial cheater. I won't lie to you. Say again? I was a serial cheater. All right. Yeah. Like, it was like nothing... Uh, so long as that brought you happiness, no, and yeah, health, and no. it didn't endanger anybody else. <laughs> it ended in do tears. You, Mac G? Do you, Mac so, G? So, 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 yeah. So there I am. I'm like, you know, just cheating. Sure. I don't know why. Whatever. And then, I must tell you this, and I, and it's not to sort of uh, make that okay. Yeah, yeah. But Macchi, none of us are perfect, man. All mm. of our flaws take different shapes, shapes and, and forms. forms. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. For all you know, brother, I I am a uh, I don't know. Yeah. You know, I uh, am a gluttonous eater or whatever. Mm. You know, that's my sin. Let me carry that cross. But I don't think it's for any of us to, you know, stand on the pedestal and take the high horse and. You know, judge anybody else. So then, uh, one day a girl cheated on me. Mm. I was like, "Fuck this shit hurts." Yeah, yeah. And then after that, I was like, nah, "This is not for me." There you go. Yeah, because it took me being on the other side, on the mm. receiving end, to realize that shit. What I was doing was actually fucked up. Mm. You know. There you go. And and, and and I still don't understand why people cheat though, because you know, like like you were saying, you're watching the Danielle Ranaka interview, and she said, "I don't cheat. I just leave." Yeah. So if you're unhappy, why don't you just leave? I get you, Mac G. You know? I get you. Hey, man, as I say, me, I try answer to me and I try answer to God. Everything else, it's none of my business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck, man. Because <laughs> the thing is, remember I tried to interview yeah. you for so long mm. and you were uh, resilient because, sure. you know, you don't want to talk about stuff like this because you said journalists bring it up all the time. Mac G, you know what, man? Because uh, everyone has their mandates. I get it. Journal's mandate is to sell newspaper. I get it. So if it means they will uh, embellish and add and spice up, often to the point where the story is a complete untruth, but they're trying to satisfy their mandate of selling papers. I understand that. Mm. I just don't want it to be my story. That's all. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, so because everyone has their mandates, man, I understand. And it's sometimes at the expense of yours. Mm. So that's the only reason I kind of avoid interviews with all my might. And uh, is marriage still a thing for you? No. For real? No. Damn, bro. No. So you're never going to get married ever again? No. Shit. I have no interest. Are you dating right now? Or? Uh, I think my personal life is my own. Just mm, like yours is mm. your own. I you noticed I mean? after uh, the incident that you stopped posting your family. Like, uh, Look, I never posted my kids. Mm. But now... I've kind of just learned to retain a lot of my personal life. Even when you requested mm, to come the, film at my house. house. yes. Don't get me wrong, I love my yeah, house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful house, by the way. Fucking Thank amazing. You. Well, which one? But anyway. Buzz! <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I realized that you have to retain some of yourself. Mm. Otherwise, you belong to the streets. Exactly. Yeah. And you don't want that, bro. Well... I, I was none the wiser when I was younger. Mm. You know, you thought part of being in the business is living in the business. Yeah. But my good friend uh, RJ Benjamin once said, eventually you got to get off the stage. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. You're not going to tell us if you're dating. When last were you on Tinder? Will you tell us that? No, I've never had a Tinder. You, never had a, you should no. get one. I don't bro. think it's a bad idea though. <laughs> 
Right? If you can uh, <laughs> get closest to your ideal match by a, a sequence on your phone and swiping left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, to each their own, man. Do you Wherever think you find happiness? Uh, do you think you work too much? Me? Mm. Uh, well, because I love what I do, do I even work at mm. all? Isn't it only considered work if it's choresome? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I do feel like I work when I'm studying. Mm. That feels like work. Yeah. Um, but no, I don't think I work too much, man. What do you do for fun, bro? I like to travel. Yeah. That's my shit. I like to travel. And, um, and the last couple of years, I have no qualms about spoiling myself either, man. Yeah. Yeah. What's the last thing you got to spoil yourself? Man, I think uh, uh, I think my I think my cars. Shit, cars. Yeah, Damn. I think my cars. I think um, you know, I travel. I have a holiday home. Yeah, you know, um, I I treat myself nicely, man. Yeah. as we all should. Yeah. Mm. What, what do you think your mom would say right now if she was still alive? It's funny you say that um, because the whole car thing. It's a lesson I learned from my mom. Oh, okay. My mom always wanted, uh, and I've shared the story before, she mm. always wanted a Mercedes Benz. Yeah. That's what my mom always wanted. That was always the goal. Yeah. And my mom said she will buy herself a Mercedes Benz when she retires. Mm. And then she passed away the year she retired. Jeez. And she never got the Mercedes Benz. Damn. So soon after I laid my mom to rest, I went to the dealership and I went to buy my dream car. Wow. So it's still there. It's almost what? The the car you bought, the dream car. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course it is. <laughs> they are there. <laughs> they um, and it's it's not to sort of um to gloat or anything, Mac G man, mm. but it's to say this life is short, this life is unpredictable. So while we're working hard, while we're thinking about the future, enjoy the now as well. Yeah. I think that's very important. Yes, sir. And then um how close were you with your mom? Are you closer to your, were you closer to your dad or your mom? No, so I think in the latter couple of years, you know, we had a bit of an up and down relationship because of life and everything that was happening. With your mom? Yeah. Oh, wow. But um, in, the, in, in the last couple of years, we, we were really close, man. She, she was satisfied that I had become the man and the person that she hoped I would be. Mm. And, um, you know, by the time she passed on, we had a great relationship and I, I want to believe she was really proud. Yeah, bro. Because my mom was a teacher as well. Mm. Did she always shit on you and tell you what to do? From the very beginning. <laughs> I hate that, bro. From the <laughs> she still does that. Man. I'm like, mom, do you know I'm yeah. famous? <laughs> mm. 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 But she's still a baby. Yeah, yeah she doesn't matter, give a yeah. fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. And then your relationship with your dad? I have a fantastic relationship. My dad's always been in my corner. He's, uh, I really respect him in that, you know, my dad won't tell you what to do. Mm. But he will listen to you mm-hmm. and then he will sort of guide you until you arrive at your own solution. Yeah. And I like that style, man. Uh, but the biggest lesson I learned from my dad is never to plan too much. He says that constantly. And yeah. I, I believe that. And what have you taken from them to you know, implement? Because you're a father now. Sure. You know? Yeah. I let my kids be who they want to be. You know, mm. um, I want to sort of encourage them to think freely. If they are creatives, guide them in that way. If they're academics, guide them in that way. Just create an environment where they can blossom and be whoever they want to be. Yeah. They are, you know, maximum potential. And you'd let them get in the entertainment industry? I would if they want to. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd offer them my guidance and a little bit of what I know, yeah. uh, but I'd very much allow it. Yeah. I know how important it is to live 
a fulfilled life mm. because I'm living one. Mm. So I would never restrict them from living theirs. And then what do they say when they see the tabloids and the headlines during that whole you know, sure. situation? What do they say? They, look, they know that it's, uh, it's life. It's part of life. Uh, I like that my kids know my flaws and they wow. know my mistakes, you know, because that uh, imperfection, I try not to raise perfect kids. Mm. Uh, and so I have to show them that I'm imperfect. I make mistakes. And uh, if the world sees them, then so be it. Are you, I'm still me. Are you cordial with your ex-wife, you guys? Uh, we certainly try to be sure. Is it? Yeah. So you guys still meet each other and stuff? Well, we'll always be in each other's lives. Yeah, because of the, shared children, the children. You yeah. know, so I think if it's, if it's to work, we need to certainly continue trying. Yeah. Weren't you dating Liesl? Um, Yeah, we did for a while. Yeah? What happened? Like any relationship, Mengchi. I think... How do your relationships go? I think yeah, my, my, my. I think anybody that you date, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I, I think you work too much, bro. Maybe you must take it easy on the work. <laughs> Possibly, that's it, man. But my most important relationship is the one with the guy in the mirror. Yeah. Um, I love that guy. I love spending time with him. Mm. I didn't mind this lockdown at all because yeah, I am yeah. all good with my company. And what type of ladies are you into? Uh, as I say, the relationship I value most is one with myself. Mm. You know, so... Mm. Uh, I'm satisfied with me. Everything else is a bonus. Yeah. All right, cool. We're going to play a game. Ne? Let's do it. It's called What's the Judge? What's the Judge? Yes. So I'm going to say something and you must tell me out of the idols, judges, who, who it is. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Who's the judge? Yeah. Oh, who's <laughs> That's the, the judge? name of the game. Ah, yeah. Okay. All right, cool. Here's the one. Road tripping. And um, you're going on a road trip, right? Yeah. And one has to stay. Who would it be? One has to stay. Yeah. Behind. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Man. Which judge would that be? Oh no! Is it those type of questions? <laughs> no, they all have to come. Man. No, what? What has to stay? What has one to of stay? the judges has to yeah. stay? Is it Samizi? Is it Unati? Randall? Who's staying? You see, because they all offer something different. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, Randall is is sort of knowledgeable man, and he will drop gems on you. Yeah, uh, Sisunati. We will enjoy the music because her taste is is sort of wide and broad. Mm -hmm. Some Gaga will be a hoot. Yeah. So I would a kumbi with all of us. Oh man. No. So I don't know. I don't know. I skip. Is is, is Randall like when I look at Randall, right? Yeah. I'm like, yo, this nigga doesn't give a fuck about the fame, the views, and whatever. He's literally there to find and I talent. And that's accurate. Nah. One hundred percent. You can tell. Nah. Yeah. 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 For sure. Because he can just see the, by the he's way. focused, man. He knows why he's here. He knows what to achieve. He's uh, uncompromising, unflinching. He doesn't, uh, you know, go with the hype, with the crowd, with the anything. It's, it's about his view. And it's an educated view, mm. you know, and a solid perspective. And he will let you know what it is. All right, cool. Here's the next one. Mm. Uh, drama king or queen? Who's the judge? Uh, Sumizi. <laughs> That's pretty simple, eh? Yeah. Does he have, he's like, a drama king and a drama queen. <laughs> <laughs> Does he have like weird demands backstage, like in the in the, the not, dressing room? Not weird or yeah. anything out of the ordinary, mm. but he has he has demands that are well within his rights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whose idea was it to get some music? Because I think that was a, I think that was a collective decision. Um, we had him on the previous season mm. as um, he was doing the the dancing and the choreography and so on, and you know viewers really responded to his presence, so it made sense. It was a natural move. All right, never pays the bill. Who is the judge? Like, if we're all eating out yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but we, but we don't hang out much socially, I must tell Is you. Is it? No. For real? We all, we all kind of come in, work. Yeah. We get along. Yeah. But I think 
between our lives, they all sort of, uh, uh, we're in our routines, man. So we don't hang out much socially. Do you guys have like internal like rifts? Because you know, if you're spending no, so much no, time no, with no, someone, no. nothing. No, we don't, man. At all. Magnificent team all around. Yeah. Yeah. And then last one, one must come back, Gareth Cliff or Marlowe? Uh, I would say, look, I interacted more with Gareth Cliff. Mm-hmm. I have absolutely nothing against Marlo. Yeah. So if those were my choices, I would go with Gareth Cliff. Nice. Is it true that Marlo was, was, was drinking like... No, I don't, I don't know the specifics. That was between her and Channel, I think. Mm. Yeah. No, that's crazy, man. Thank you so much, Proverb Dog. Actually, this was actually such a lot of fun, brother. For real? I and, told you it wouldn't be that bad, bro. I feel like it was a blessing in disguise that it didn't happen when it did. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I don't think it would have been as sort of yeah. as meaty yeah. as, as it ended up being. Yeah. So I feel like the stars had to align. 100%. And they have. So thank you, man. I really enjoyed this. No, thank you for taking time out, man. You got a busy schedule and you're right, dog. Like God works in mysterious Indeed. ways. Uh, there's interviews where I've wanted to do like for two years. Yeah. Um, and never happened. Mm. And then when it happens, it's like, okay. Like like, this is why it didn't happen. happen. It had to happen yeah, now. Yeah. You know, but yeah. what I love about you, dog, is like, I know you don't like me saying this because you're trying to um, pr- uh, portray a message that we're all imperfect. Mm. But in my eyes, dog, like, I think you're perfect, bro. <laughs> like, you're always <laughs> smiling. You know, have sure. you seen, have you seen, yeah. you must go on your Instagram, mm. every picture of yours, you're smiling. You know that? McGee, man, aren't you happy? Like fucking happy here. Oh man Look what you do Mac G Yeah You know you woke up to and Got to do this To yeah. hang out To play music Hang out with cool creative people yeah. This is what we get to do How are you not happy Every single day Yeah Hey Yeah Honestly man I, I You know on the days That I feel down and low mm. You know how I switch it around Immediately man I'd be like What are you What are you doing Yeah Life is good. You're alive. You're here. You're happy. You're breathing. You're doing what you love daily, mm. regularly. People support it. Mm. Be happy, man. Hey. So anyway, that's kind of <laughs> that's kind of how I think about it. Oh man. Yeah. That's kind bro. of how I think about it, man. Yeah. But thank you, Mac G. I appreciate those kind words, brother. Yeah, man. Like for me, like um, oh shit, I wanted to ask you because Note was like you changed the hip hop game because when people started looking at you, you were making. Deals with moves, you know, like right now it's a norm, you know, sure. for Casper to get a deal, whatever. But you're one of the pioneers of that. Was that like, did you no, think about that? I don't, I, one, I don't think I'm one of the pioneers. Um, but you know what I'm talking about? You know those deals that I you, know what you're talking yeah. about, man. But remember POC and them already doing deals with Ice Cube and mm. back in the days. Uh, Mischief also had a radio gig mm. uh, out in Cape Town. Um, so, so no, man, I think guys were already making moves. Uh, Stogie T was already touring Europe and, you know, making those kind of moves. So I feel like there's an entire generation that was making moves. I was maybe a part of the generation that took it a step further. Mm. Just like the current generation is taking it even further. Yeah. That's the natural progression of things. I don't think you ever stop, you know, you know, in a, in a domino sequence. Yeah. I don't think you stop and say, Hey, domino number eight. <laughs> Yes, the one one, yeah. really. <laughs> no man I think I think we all sort of Pick up the baton You run with it As fast as you can And hand it over To the next guy So what do you think When you see a nasty See the moves That he's doing Ah oh, man I, I am filled with pride Yo When mm. I when I watch What everybody's doing now I'm filled with pride What, what fills me with pride Is knowing that These are the things We dreamt of mm. I have a song called I have a dream yes, Where I, so. I was talking about All these things That we, we dreamt of And mm. to see it all Come to fruition you can imagine, man. I, I, I sit at home and I, and I, and I, that's why I'm, I'm satisfied to say I've made my contribution to because I know that 
the, the struggles that we fought for are some of the fruits that we're enjoying now. Mm. You know what I mean? So for me, it fills me with pride. Who are you fucking with uh, in, in hip-hop right now? Man, everybody from... Ntatistana. Uh, Ntatistana. Um, Malume Vector. Kitini. Ambitious, basically. <laughs> are, those, are those all ambitious guys? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't even realize, man. Yeah. I think that's just what I'm enjoying right now. But I must also give due props. And I know that uh, people always think I avoid these names because, uh, uh, because of uh, potential backlash. But there's none at all, man. I feel like AKA is doing incredible work in music. Yeah. I feel like uh, Casper Yovis and his team, they're doing incredible work out there. I feel like all these, uh, your Aries. Mm. Uh, your nasty seas. I was watching his documentary when he was out in, in Japan. Asia and so yeah, on. Yeah. Um, and I, I honestly feel like, man, guys are doing incredible things. Then I must also uh, show maximum respect to guys from my generation who mm. are still very active. Yeah. Your reason the mass, mm. uh, Stogie Tees, um, you know, you know, so guys who I came up with and are still active, yo, are still running this race. Yeah. I bow down, man, and I say maximum respect. Who killed that uh, free uh, that battle between you and Stogie T? Me and Stogie T. Yeah. We've never battled. You did, man. A few no. years back. No. For real? No. There's a thing where I had him on my radio show. Oh. And uh, when he was done with his performance, yeah. we had the beat Yeah, that's the, we that's spitting line for line. Yeah. Now, if you know the battle culture, like I know the battle yeah. culture, yeah. I can tell you, it was far from a battle. Oh. It was just a spa paying respects to my brother. Yeah. And even if it was, I can tell you hands down, he would have creamed me, man. He's an incredible <laughs> lyricist. Yeah. I would never even step up to a plate with Stogie T. Who's the closest MC to you right now? First of all, I'm not even an active MC, man. Yeah. I'm a retired former old guy. Let yeah. me enjoy. Yeah. Let me enjoy my retirement in peace. <laughs> so I'm not out here. I'm not competing, man. Yeah. Do I think I have gems that are timeless and could still take everybody on? Yeah. Of course I do. Letter to my ex. Letter to my ex. No, son. <laughs> uh, I have joints like... Uh, Writers Club, yeah. where I still challenge anybody to try and remake something like that. Shit, but, uh, but as I say, I'm enjoying where I am now, where I know the contribution that I made. Yeah. And if, if my bit, however small, helped and was a chink in the chain to what we have now, then I'm more than satisfied. Yeah, I'm more than satisfied. Perfect, man. Thank you so much. In closing, what do you want to be remembered as, man? I want to be remembered as an ordinary guy from a small town came to the big city, wide-eyed, had big dreams, chased his dream, but empowered as many in the process to chase their dreams. Success is measured by how many you bring with you. So I want to be remembered as the guy who brought on many. Shit, man. This has been another episode of Podcast and Chill. <laughs> on that note, we are out of here, man. <laughs> <laughs>
me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.